0: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBG dot com. Kind of a funny story being told by Elton John. He's got an autobiography coming out called Me. And apparently this happened in the early 90s at a party at Elton's home in London. Because, of course, you know, Elton John and Princess Diana were the best of friends. Well, Richard Gere. And Diana were, quote, sitting in front of the fireplace together, locked in a rapt conversation. Richard was pretty much done with his wife, Cindy Crawford, by then. And Diana was separated from Prince Charles. Mm -hmm. Well, Sylvester Stallone was nearby shooting eyeball daggers at them. Like maybe he came to the party with the same plan. When it was time for dinner, everybody sat down at the table except for Richard Gere and Stallone. And Elton's partner, David Furnish, went looking for them. He found them in a hallway, quote, squaring up to each other, apparently about to settle their differences over Diana by having a fist fight. Hmm.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> that would have been something.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Dude, Richard Gere would have gotten whupped by him. Oh, he'd probably be dead. I mean, walloped by Rocky. Because wasn't this
0: back in Rocco and Ra- Rocky and Rambo days, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was beef. Things calmed down, though, and everybody ate dinner. But when they were done, Gere and Diana were back in front of the fire, and Stallone had had enough. He said... I never would have come if I'd known Prince effing Charming was going to be here. If I'd wanted her, I would have taken her. Wow. And then he stormed out. Okay. And Elton said, Elton said we managed to wait until his car was out of sight before we started laughing <laughs> at him. Huh. That's crazy. Really? Story. I know, right? Hmm. I love it when big A-listers start telling stories about other big A-listers. You know, 20, 30 years down the line after things have happened.
2: Yeah.
0: Pretty entertaining. Wow.
2: Well, in other e-news this morning, the Joker easily won the box office this weekend with a $93.5 million take, which is a record for October. There's been so much hysteria surrounding Joker that this was bound to put some people on edge. Several people left a screening of the movie in Manhattan's Times Square on Friday night because evidently there was a guy in the theater cheering and applauding at all the murders. Uh, he even spit on some of the people as they were leaving, and he got belligerent when anyone told him to shut up. One guy who was there saw the man pour an entire bottle of alcohol into his drink. He said, more than likely, this is just some harmless drunk guy, but all the nervousness built around the film just made it unsettling for everybody. What an idiot. Yeah, so I guess security eventually removed him from the theater, but... Other than that, uh, I haven't heard of any incidents over the weekend connected to that movie. Thankfully,
0: because people were pretty nervous about that
2: and
0: would hate to see anybody get hurt or anything bad happen. Yeah, Gilligan's Island. That was another one of those shows that was always on after school, right around the same time as the Brady Bunch. And given the current state of the movie industry, reboots, remakes, sequels, Why not Gilligan's Island? Why not Gilligan's Island? So Lloyd Schwartz is the son of the late Sherwood Schwartz, the legendary creator of Gilligan's Island. And he is saying that they're very close to getting a movie reboot off the ground. And he thinks it's going to happen within the next five years. And he's got some ideas. He said, I would like to see a large movie. I want shipwrecks and volcanoes and things. And he also has some casting in mind. Steve Martin is Mr. Howell.
2: Oh, he'd be great for that. He would, wouldn't he?
0: Beyonce is Ginger, yeah. Jeff Bridges as the skipper, <laughs> and Kevin Hart is Gilligan. Oh he's, wow! He said he's a li- he's little, so the skipper can call him Little Buddy. And oh, there just, you go. Yeah, and he just has that every man kind of attitude, and he could easily play the stumbling kind of, you know, ding dong that gets into all kinds of trouble all the time.
2: Yeah, but, why not?
0: Why not? That could be fun.
2: By the way, that was the longest theme song ever. I think it was. As far as sitcom theme songs go, I think that was the longest open of any show that I can recall. It was like a minute and a half long. Well, they told the whole story. Every episode. ended
1: up where they were. Right. And then you
2: watched, and you're like, well, what happened? And it was kind of good because, you know... If you had never seen the show, but you jumped in like three years later, you, you weren't knew. missing anything because no. you were kind of caught up to speed. So, yeah. how did
1: they get off the aisle? Like, I don't, did they get off the I don't remember.
2: End? Radio. Nobody remembers. <laughs> oh, Coconut <laughs> Radio.
1: The professor, what was the his professor? Name? The professor put yeah. a Coconut Radio together. Yeah.
2: yeah it's kind of wild. That's
1: so funny that no one knows if they are, they might still be there. They did. No, <laughs> I think they caught it. Oh,
2: did they? But I
1: don't remember how it happened. <laughs> oh. Now I have to Google this. Yep. We
2: have to.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner.
1: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Watch the show again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have for you this morning? Tyler Perry. The great Tyler Perry opened up a massive new movie studio in the Atlanta area over the weekend. And get this, the facility is on a 330-acre plot of land that used to be a Confederate Army base. The studio costs $250 million and is the only major film studio in the U.S. that is owned by an African-American, which is relatively impressive considering the fact that 20 years ago this is a guy who was a struggling playwright who was literally living out of his car. Earlier this year, he said it's incredible for this place to have this history and for me to be able to own it. It's very powerful, and I'm hoping this will be an inspiration for everybody else. So congratulations to Hmm. Tyler Perry. But I tell you what, Atlanta is just like a motion picture television powerhouse.
1: Yeah. So here's a deal. Spoiler alert. They never got off the island. They didn't. At, at least not during the regular series. The original Gilligan's Island ran from 64 to 67. And at the end of that run, Gilligan and company were still on the island. It took 11 more years. And there was a made-for-TV reunion film called Rescue from Gilligan's Island hey. before they finally made it off the island. And sadly, at the end of that film, they went back to the island. To
2: visit the island, and then they got oh, they stuck there got again? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it says they made it Lost. off again. There was another one called The Castaways of Gilligan Island in 1979. That's <laughs> hilarious. Why would you try to get off the island? The Skipper, like, too.
2: The millionaire <laughs> and his wife.
1: wife a the movie star.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, the song was the I mean, best part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: <laughs> that's great. All of us remember that song, and none oh, yeah. of us remember what <laughs> that's happened. How great it right? was. Yep.
2: Yeah, right. so who knows? Kevin Hart could be uh, starring in a Gilligan's Island movie.
0: Well, Sia fans found out some really sad news over the weekend. She has revealed that she's living with chronic pain due to Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. I think I pronounced that right. It's a group of disorders that affect connective tissues supporting the skin, bones, blood vessels, and many other organs and tissues. Mm. So she went on a little bit of a tweet storm to announce that she had this, plus PTSD, some herniated discs, neuralgia, cubital tunnel syndrome, and a benign tumor in her pituitary gland. Holy mackerel. So she's got a lot going on. She sure does. She said, I just wanted to say to those of you suffering from pain, whether physical or emotional, I love you. Keep going. Life is effing hard. Pain is demoralizing, and you're not alone. And the one lighthearted moment in all of this, she says, at least I don't have any STDs, which is miraculous given my 20s.
2: Oh, well, that's good to know. Uh, We don't know
0: what prompted all of the tweets.
2: Yeah. But
0: uh, she did want to publicly reach out to others living with pain. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff
2: and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.